Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 754. Self-employed? Here's everything you need to know about disability insurance by Emily Guy Birkin with ptmoney.com. And hey, I'm Dan. I am with you every single day here on Optimal Startup Daily, reading to you from some great blogs on entrepreneurship. And now let's get right to our post for today as we optimize your life. What You Need to Know About Disability Insurance for the Self-Employed by Emily Guy Birkin with ptmoney.com. Disability insurance is hardly a sexy topic of conversation or even a common worry. After all, it's not like most of us do anything more strenuous than checking our email on the average day, so how likely is it that we will need disability insurance? As a matter of fact, it's pretty likely. According to the Council for Disability Awareness, CDA, quote, over one in four of today's 20-year-olds will become disabled before they retire, end quote. The average length of disability is a frighteningly long 31.2 months. These statistics reflect the fact that illness rather than injury is the leading cause of long-term absence from work, accounting for 90% of all disability claims. And not even the most safety-conscious among us can claim to be immune to disease. As important as disability insurance is for all workers, the self-employed have a particular need to protect their income. Without an employer behind you to provide even the most basic of disability policies, your income and potentially your entire business is vulnerable but policies for the self-employed can be difficult to find. Here is what you need to know about finding disability insurance when you are your own boss. One, you may need to work without a disability net for a few years. The insurance industry is all about mitigating risk. And as every freelancer knows, making a go of self-employment is, in some ways, riskier than collecting a steady paycheck. For that reason, insurers need to see that your income is relatively stable before they will even begin to look at underwriting your policy. According to Barry Lundquist, who's president of the Council for Disability Awareness, insurers need to know that your self-employment status is a career and not just something you are doing while you're in between jobs. In addition to your employment and income history, your insurer will consider if you are a good health risk and if you pose a risk of policy lapse, which tends to be high among the self-employed. Considering the fact that insurers lose money on disability insurance policies in the first year, even without any claims, it's understandable why your insurer would want to make certain you will keep up the premium payments. All of that adds up to needing good credit and several years of income records, generally about three, before you can find a disability insurer willing to take on a self-employed client. Two, the passive income conundrum. An additional issue that the traditionally employed don't have to deal with is the question of how passive income fits into underwriting for the self-employed. 
For instance, I published a book on retirement earlier this year, which is earning me royalties. My hope is that it will continue to earn royalties for me throughout the coming years. While that money will add to my income, I also don't have to work to bring it in. So how will an insurer view my passive income when underwriting my policy? According to George Davidson, president of Secura Consultants, it's important to remember that there is no such thing as purely passive income. Royalties from books are at least somewhat dependent upon promotion and marketing. So suffering a disability just when a book is launching could have a negative effect on your royalties. For that reason, Davidson recommends working with an insurance agent who is willing to negotiate with underwriters. In general, underwriters will simply disregard passive income that is less than about 10% of your income as a whole. So if you earned $50,000 total last year, of which $5,000 was from royalties, your insurer will simply look at your total income without worrying about your royalties. If your passive income is a larger share of your total income, a good agent who has experience in negotiating with disability insurance underwriters can get your passive income alleviated in underwriting, particularly if he can prove that a disability would have a negative effect on the promotional work that you do. Basically, it's important to be able to pinpoint your continuing work you do in order to bring in your passive income and make sure you communicate that aspect of your business with your insurance agent. Three, how to find the right disability insurance product. There are a couple of ways to make sure you have the disability coverage you need as a freelancer. The first is to plan ahead before you even leave your traditional job. According to Barry Lundquist, a small percentage of disability policies are portable so you can take them with you when you quit your cubicle-dwelling job. Another option is to look for professional groups or associations that might offer insurance options. For instance, a lawyer deciding to work freelance from home might be able to purchase a less expensive plan through her local bar association. Finally, it is certainly possible to find a reasonably priced individual policy. It will just take some legwork on your part to find an insurance agent or financial advisor who is well-versed in disability insurance and who is comfortable negotiating with underwriters. George Davidson likens finding such an agent to finding a doctor. You want someone with a lot of experience with your particular issue, not someone who is a generalist. Davidson recommends the International Disability Insurance Society as a place to start your search. The bottom line. Your income potential is your greatest asset. It pays to protect yourself against the possibility of losing that asset. After all, you insure your cell phone. Why not your income? You just listened to the post titled, What You Need to Know About Disability Insurance for the Self-Employed by Emily Guy Birkin with ptmoney.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And thanks so much to Emily, who is a writer on PT Money, and uh, you can occasionally hear her stuff over on Optimal Finance Daily as well. She is an award-winning writer, author, money coach, and retirement expert, and her four books include The Five Years Before You Retire, Choose Your Retirement, Making Social Security Work for You, and End Financial Stress Now. And thanks to Philip as well, he is the founder of PT Money. Philip is a CPA, blogger, podcaster, husband, and father of three. He's also the founder of the personal finance industry conference and trade show FinCon, which we've attended multiple times. He created ptmoney.com in 2007 to share his advice on money, hold himself accountable while paying off over $75,000 in debt, and to meet others who were passionate about moving toward financial independence as well. And he's certainly succeeded. He is uh, now fully self-employed, supporting his family using the income generated from his site and the conference. And he says that none of it would have been possible had he not taken control of his financial life and started building something of value for others. And you can learn much more over at ptmoney.com. And again, a big thanks to Philip Taylor for letting us share his work. But that's a wrap for me today. I thank you so much for being a subscriber to the show and uh, being here with me every single day. And I will see you right back here tomorrow for the Tuesday show, where your optimal life awaits.